Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Words That Spoke to My Soul. Today is a special edition. I had the opportunity to speak with Brandon Robinson via Facebook Live, and we were able to discuss his upcoming release, When Words Won't Form, My Pen Speaks. He's an emerging poetry author, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview as much as I did. So go ahead, kick back, relax, and take a listen. Aren't familiar? Today, we are going to be speaking with Brandon Robinson. He's an emerging poetry author. This is his debut release, and it is set to be out soon. All right, welcome. Welcome. How you doing? <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing good. You know, thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I love to support um emerging soon to be known or what i like to call featuring the unknown because who knows you just might be you know that national bestseller one day and i want to say hey i was there from the beginning (laughs) hey i was the first person to host them yes yes so i'm super excited so why don't you go ahead introduce yourself and tell us why we're here today okay yeah so um, i'm brandon robinson Um, i'm an author Um, so my book um, when words won't form, um, my pen speaks. Subtitle: um, Using the power of the pen to tear down emotional walls. The, that's due out in January. Um, so I'm a first-time author. It's a poetry book. Uh, the poetry in that book is around emotional healing, um, learning how to see ourselves through the lenses we should see. Um, so I'm really here just to really talk about that and whatever else you'd like to discuss around poetry. You know, I'm all game. Awesome. So how did you even come up with the concept of creating poetry centered around emotional healing? You know, um, that's a good question. So really for me, writing, writing poetry was, it started off being more therapeutic for myself. Um, and then it blossomed into a gift, right? So then it blossomed into a gift. Then I started writing things on topics, other inspiration. Uh, things that I thought would really help, you know, other people, you know, and I really wanted. So if you, Charlie, your husband, Charlie knows me really well. And if people who know me, I love to help people. So in any, any way I can help them, in a, in a lot of ways, I saw that I can help people through writing, through words. This okay. is a form of art. So you can really speak to people, you know, through poetry and through words. So I wanted to use my words to be able to help people just as much as I did with my actions to the people who wanted. Absolutely. I, I, I love that, um, especially since it's coming from such a genuine place. Now, did you find when writing the poetry that it came easier um, for you to do it this way, since seeing that it's a way to emotionally heal and maybe the words didn't come out how you needed them to, did it come out better on paper? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, honestly, they, they really flowed on paper. For me, it was so much easier to write out you know, what I was thinking, what I was feeling. And I think a lot of people have like that, that same kind of mindset, right? So that's why people journal um, or do other things. Some people use it through lyrics, through music, but 
you know, they journal, they write out how they feel. Some other, some people write poetry um, because it's easier to express, right? Because you don't have to worry about, you know, the perceptions, judgment, or et cetera, of other people's or your own judgment, right? You just write out how you feel, like they said, for people. Absolutely. And um, going through the emotional healing process of it, did you yourself seek any professional assistance in doing this or you were able to just, you know, accomplish this on your own through your own therapy or how, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I know I didn't get any professional help. Um, you know, I really like to say to me and God went in the wilderness. He gave me a pen and paper and we connected. You know, I was able to, you know, work through things, you know, learn, learn emotions, learn, you know, really discover and learn myself, learn how grief affected me and just learn how grief affected other people. You know, just a myriad of the different kinds of emotions, just really learning how to process them, how to feel and really starting to understand. People will call that self-awareness, but really for me, it was bigger. Um, I got it for myself, but I also got it for other people. And so that's what I wanted to do is use this as a tool to also help other people so that they can have that same experience so they can learn how to write out their feelings, write out things, and, you know, because you're going to go through things and you're going to feel, you're going to feel a lot of different things in life. And so learning how to understand that can help you make good decisions. Absolutely. Now, how many poems are in this particular book? Yeah, I think so. It's around, it's either 64 or 65. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah okay so, that's a lot yeah it's broken down into six <laughs> chapters yeah so each chapter um each chapter is broken down with the theme so the theme is you know it's really for the chapters is really taken from the second part of the book the walls down emotional walls down mm -hmm. so i don't remember all of the names um off the top of my head only because sure. as an author you're doing a lot trying to do this but yeah. I do know the first one is how I view myself walls down. Like that chapter one, I got a, a fear walls down, trust walls, relationship, life's challenging moment. Oh, I do actually know. And uh, social justice, like social justice walls. Nice, nice. Yeah. And um, all of those topics are something that you can at least relate to at least one of them, if not all of them. And yeah that's important when you're sharing with people and getting perspectives because that's what that's why i read i love having different perspectives and mm -hmm. if i only look at life the way that i view it i'll never truly understand others and you need to learn how to use the power of being an empath and how yeah. that can you know make the world a better place and i know it sounds simple but mm -hmm. all you really need is love and yeah. and and once you start sharing feelings and different perspectives, then you can break down those barriers that exist. So yeah. it's, it's truly important to share stories like that, and, and especially the personal ones, because that's what's realistic, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that transparency, um, there's power in vulnerability. There's power in transparency. Um, we live in a time where, you know, on social media, you can say in life in general, but you have social media, like we post our wins on social media, right? Like it's our highlight reel. Like we want the good things in our life. We want to share with other people because we're excited about it. People don't always post the process, you know, the process to becoming, you know, the success that you are telling people about isn't always a pretty process. 
Um, and going through that process, there's a story there. That story, when told properly, can actually bring hope to people, inspiration. It can bring comfort. You know, it can it can do so, it liberates people, right? Because now it tell, it shows them that even though you know I'm feeling this particular way, like depending because people face a lot of stuff, right? So you name the thing, whatever it is that mentally that they're thinking or dealing with, uh, their strength in knowing that a I'm not alone. You know, I'm not weird or strange because other people are experiencing this thing too. I don't have to isolate myself. And then the flip side is seeing somebody who's transparent and say, I struggled through it, but made it through, lets you know that you're okay. And that in itself is a, a, a level of comfort that we all need to have. Absolutely. So that you don't feel like you're alone. Yeah. Um, especially when typically on the social media outlets, the highlights, yeah. um, those, that's what you see. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I make a special effort to do because I have four different reading lists with, with the book club, but one for personal growth and my mental health and the betterment of myself is imperative because of the condition that I'm diagnosed with and through going to the doctor and understanding what I needed to do to actually heal it requires me to take these steps. So I read, I, I journal, I meditate, I use prayer. I do all of these things collectively to be a better Tracy, to be the best version of myself. And a lot of times people can't figure out what it is that helped them get there. For you, it looks like it's your poetry. Right, right. That's, yeah, that's, that's one of the big major ones I think that helped me like, really, um, I mean, get to, um, it helped me do a lot of discovery and self-reflection, which we all need to do, right? Like it's very yeah. important for us to look inward. And when you look inward, it's not always about looking for negative things. It's about looking for the good within yourself. You know, seeing the um, the beauty within yourself, seeing um, the purpose within yourself, seeing the awesome wonder that God made you to be within yourself. Like we need to discover and look just as hard for those things as we do for what we. Because usually, when you hear self-improvement. People are usually pointing out flaws that they want to fix. But sometimes self-improvement isn't pointing out flaws. It's embracing your unique and your awesomeness, you know, to a degree that you haven't yet. That's improvement. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Now, at what point did you decide, I want to share this with the world? Oh, man. After much, uh, <laughs> after much, you know, after many people told me I should. So I started off sharing with small groups. And people were like, oh, you should have a book. And I was like, I'm not going to do a book. I'm just going to, you know, post it and let them read it. Um, but I heard it so much, and I heard so much good feedback, and I had such great joy that I thought about it a few years ago, and I finally acted on it this year. Okay, well, congrats that you went ahead and took that step to not only share it with a, a small audience, but now your audience can be, you know, worldwide and, yeah. and, and reach everyone. And, yeah. and even if you just touch one person, that's enough. At least that's my my thought on it. I want to touch more than one person, though. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Brandon, please tell person. us. Uh, you said it's, it's being released in January. What yep. can we do now? Yeah. So you can actually pre-order the book. Um, the pre the, the website is it's a little longer. <laughs> it's a story to it. I'm not. I'm gonna spare y'all the details. 
Um, but it's, it's my title. It's the first part of my title. Um, it's when words won't form my pen speak. It's not the S, just speak.com. Um, you can go there and you can pre-order it. I'd be happy to uh, give you a link for, you know, our flyer for people who would actually like to go and do it. But, yeah, they can pre-order it. Um, they can pre-order it today. Okay. And what's the cost of the book? Uh, it's $19.99. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And do, do you see yourself uh, ex expanding and having another poetry book? Or are you going to visit other genres? What's in store for you? You know, that's an interesting question. I had a friend who, who did bring up a concept. I'm not going to point, I'm not going to say that friend's name. Um, but that friend told me that I should think about exploring into other challenging moments that we face in life. Um, so I'm thinking about that. I'll definitely do more poetry. I mean, poetry just comes out of me like 24 seven. Um, so I'm going to do other poetry books. I'm really going to push this one. Um, on top of me doing this book, um, I'll also be selling journals and pens to go along with it because I want people to have all the tools they need to really be able to participate in that process. So, Absolutely. That, yeah. that, that the sounds good. Yeah, I'll have some nice photos of them so they can look nice. I got to get okay. those um, ordered, and but they should be uh, ready in January. Awesome, awesome. Now, can you tell me, like, your earliest memory of when poetry became important to your life? Like, when it became important? Yeah, like, 2013. Yeah, 2013. The, earliest memory, okay. the earliest memory I have is, like, in 2000 or 2001. Like, me just playing around, writing on some paper, and I'm like, oh, I can actually rhyme. Like, you know, I was just kind of playing around. I'm like, oh, I can actually, I can do something with this. But I, I didn't write after that. But 2013 is when I really, I honestly don't even know what made me grab a pen and write, but I just did. And it started to rhyme. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this works, this works. And then I started to put out my feelings to it. And so that was 2013. And I started to do it more and more. But then I started to like share a couple with really close friends. And they were like, oh, this is really good. And I'm like, no, nah, y'all gassing me up, right? Like, that's, you know, <laughs> that's what friends do. But the more I shared it with people, you know, the more, you know, positive feedback. So that's really my earliest memory of when I really launched into, like, writing, writing in 2013. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, you mentioned that you would share it prior um, to it becoming a book. Like what type of platform did you do that on? Was this just your personal page? Did you have a group or was it? Yeah, so I would do email. I would do Facebook messages. I did. I do have. I did have a um, like a page dedicated to it. But if I was sharing it to people, I would just send them poems directly, right? It's like if somebody's like, "Man, I'm really feeling discouraged." Like, all right, well, here's this poem on discouragement, or you know, I got this new opportunity. I'm afraid. Or here's this poem I wrote on the fear of the unknown or fear of the new. So I would do stuff like that. Okay, so you would basically like take a personal interest in whatever somebody confided in you and use that yeah. as a as a segue to help. Yeah, basically. Dope. That's really dope. Now, um, do you have a favorite poet that you like to follow? I'm gonna be honest. No, I don't even. I don't read other people's poetry. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna lie to you over here. Like, oh yeah, you know, I like. I'll tell you one poem. I think that really. Really got me, um, and that was in the movie. You remember the movie uh, Kila the Bee? Yes. Yeah, you know the one about you know who am I not to be? You know, beautiful and brilliant. That one, like the one he made her read. Mm -hmm. Like you know, he was like, "Who are you afraid of?" Like 
you know, that that form, that okay. is, that was, I think that's one of the ones that if I could say outside I read, that resonated and, and really had a good impact. Okay, okay. Now, um, seeing that you, that you said you don't have necessarily a favorite poet, I always, because I'm, I'm a reader, I'm a nerd, it's fine. Uh, do you at least have a um, favorite book of all time? The Bible. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. my favorite book. Well, I, I would it. say, I, I would ask you what's supposed to your soul after reading it, but I mean, there's so much, that answer probably could go on for days. Yeah, I don't know if you want that conversation. <laughs> Not that you're reading all of it, but yeah. Okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Now, what do you what do you see yourself taking from putting this work of art into the atmosphere, and what is your ultimate goal to accomplish? Start a movement. I want to start a movement where people are 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 healing, where people are really, really facing difficult emotional issues that they're suppressed and buried. Um, but more importantly, I want people to embrace themselves. I want them to love themselves. I want them to see themselves for who they really are. But like I want them to see their gifts and their talents, their talents. I want them to embrace them. I want them to feel good about them. I want them to feel good about themselves. I want them to know that God is not who they thought he was. He's there to walk them through it. Um, he's not what people position to us. You know, the Charleston Heston one from the, you know, the the uh, Moses movie back in the day when he's like ready to throw the tablets down and like beat people. Like that's not, that's not who he is. And so I really want people to see, you know, God is really there emotionally to help you through it. And also you can embrace, but it ultimately lies on you. Like every choice, all of that, like none of that works without us. Like we're the key. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, you already gave us your website of for the pre-order. How else can we stay up to date with what's going on with you? Yeah, so if you so there are a few ways you can stay up to date with me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, IG uh, is at, at the Pins Power. That's one way you could do it. Um, I'm um, Pins Power on Twitter or at the Pins Power. Or if you want to, you know, follow the website. I usually post. Frequently on the uh, on Instagram though, a few times throughout the week. I also drop poems there on Instagram that I don't like have in the book too. So I'm usually putting out you know new poems you know a few times throughout the week. Awesome, awesome! I'm super excited um, for your your journey that you're on. I look forward to uh, what's going to happen with that and. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with us? Tell us. Yeah, I just would like to say, you know, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for the great conversation to the listeners. You know, thank you for taking the time out of your busy evening um, to just spend a little time talking about poetry and talking about emotional, uh, you know, embracing ourselves. And, you know, hopefully, you know, if you get the book, let me know. Like, I want, I like to hear people's, you know, responses. I mean, like any artist, you want to hear the response of your art when you express something. You want to see the impact that it's had on people, positive or you know, people say, "Well, I didn't really like this," and that's that's constructive too, you know. But I want to hear. I love to hear back from people. Well, that's something that I I, I definitely do. I love to uh, write book reviews, and I do mine a little differently. I don't necessarily go into detail as, as what is 
what is fully in the story or in the book yeah. because I want you to read it for yourself. Okay. But what I do say is what speaks to my soul. Because a lot of times we get so caught up in saying, well, I didn't like this or this wasn't good versus right. just saying what actually reached you. I want to know right. what impacted me and what made me feel a way good, bad, or indifferent. And that's what I like to share. So I definitely will leave a review and um, make sure that you know, because the reviews count, they help. That's, that's how you get the people interested in it. You know, yeah. those, those are a requirement <laughs> in my opinion. No, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, Please but, leave um, yeah. I did want to ask you while you went through the whole process of, you know, bringing the book up or the, the poems into a full book, was any part hard for you? Um, I don't think anything was hard. I think it's just all new. You know, if you're a first-time author, this whole process is new. So um, one of the things I can say is I, I work with a great company. Um, the owner is Sean Blanchard. He's a black man from Detroit. Uh, he's got a whole team that was amazing, right? I think it's Moguls. Moguls is, is what it is, but an amazing team, right? Like, so when you see the artistry on the cover, like this team oh, yeah. did that. Yeah, so it's, so having a team and having someone um, who you can bounce ideas off of and, and also just, you know, having a group of people, you know, your, your circle is very important because I, you know, to me, you know, they have helped steer me in the right direction, give me feedback, give me perspective, you know, that I hadn't seen and, you know, all these collectively, it takes all of that in order to build a successful, you know, book, product or whatever you're doing. So you need good people in your life. And that's what's And and speaking of your cover, it's like it's absolutely amazing. I shared it in another group, and that was the first thing they said. Like, oh my goodness, I love this cover. Uh, I think it's absolutely beautiful. They uh, whoever created it, they did their job in, in that because it's eye catching, and and I, I honestly can't wait to read it. Of late, poetry has really been my my thing, and so. I'm looking forward to adding it, um, you know, to my reading list and seeing how it affects me and what speaks to my soul after reading it. That's great. And I can't wait to hear back from you after you read it. All right, cool. Well, Brandon, I do appreciate you taking the opportunity to sit out, uh, sit down and speak with us and let us know what's coming up with your book. I cannot wait to read it. I'm going to definitely get my pre-order in. And um, I look forward to see what else you have for us, especially seeing that you're looking to create a movement. I like yeah. that. Yeah, thank you. All right, so all of my viewers, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a special edition and um, author interview with Brandon Robinson. We are anxiously waiting for the release of his poetry book, uh, when, when, my, when Words Won't Form, My Pen Speaks. I definitely hope you guys will check it out. Stay up to date with him. And as always, happy reading, and I will catch you guys next time. Okay. Bye.